Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Lunchtime Inspiration with Valerie. We are excited. Y'all, we made it to the end of another work week. I pray your work week was as delightful as mine. Indeed. (laughs) We have had phenomenal, phenomenal inspiration this week. I I can't even recall everything, but I'm telling you, it has been amazing. And so we we tap out this week with uh, one of my sons that I did not give birth to, but I claim him as my own. I think he claims me as maybe his third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh mom somewhere. I'm in the number. I'm in the number. (laughs) (laughs) I am in the number. But I am grateful to have with us today Jorge Concepcion III, who is a graduate of Bluefield College, um, played a little professional basketball. He has a heart for people. And my hope and prayer is that he taps into – um, that deep purpose in him and starts with motivating young people and working with young people and mentoring and those types of things. That's just me. But I know what's in him, and, and I believe that he knows too. So, Jorge, I'm going to turn yes, it over to you, son. What do you have for us today? Uh, the topic is inspiration, just, you know, being around positive vibes and positive energy because that, that really can go a long way. Say that again, son. You can hear me, Mom. You went out. What would you say? I'm sorry. That That's your boost mobile phone you got. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. No, but but today, today's topic going to be inspiration, you know, bringing, um, just trying to stay positive through, through any type of madness that you're going through and just trying to be in the outlook, the good in any outlook or anything. Good, 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 good. So how do you how do you how do you get the positive vibes? Where do they come from? How do you maintain them? Talk to us a little bit about how that is for you. Um, for me, I just try to. I take it day by day, and like I told you before, I try to take it every day as a as a test, as a test from God, just to see. Like, can I pass the next test that's in front of me? Because I know, like, a lot of negative things can be – it could be easy to to that be the option one. You know what I mean? Like, for me anyway, like, anger issues and you're going through things personally or with a relationship-wise. 
And I just try to try to stay positive because I mean, who wants to be mad all the time? That's, that's stressful. And but that's um, if anybody anybody that knows me, they know like I try to keep a smile on my face. I try to make the person beside me happy and you know feel like they they special and they someone. So that's just big for me. So, in light of with what the society is being served right now, uh, from day to day we hear stuff, from stupid stuff to stuff that makes sense, to mm-hmm. um, injecting Clorox and Lysol in your system to cure the coronavirus, to mm-hmm. stuff. You know, we hear all kinds of stuff. How is it that you're able to filter what you receive and what you reject because having a positive outlook and, you know, positive vibes, that's all well and good. But but what is it for you, especially, Jorge, that allows you to filter that? Because you've been in environments where there's been lots of negativity. You've been in environments yeah. where there's positivity. You've been in all yeah. those situations, and to be able to come through, what aids you to filter that out to know what I'm going to hold on to, what I'm going to reject, what I'm going to allow to affect me, what, what I'm going to dispel, what aids you in that? Because I think that, that's the thing, especially for young black men, and I'm not just saying mm-hmm. young black men only, but when we look at societal norms and we look at how young black men are being affected by life, Right. It seems more challenging for them to be able to able to filter that. What do you think is a key for you to allow you to to filter that? Uh, one, me personally, like if if it's if I look at it and I consider it nonsense or like a term, quote unquote, BS, I really I'm really well at not paying it no mind. Like it's a lot I really. Like turn it, turn out the cheek, blow it off. I can. I'm really well at doing that. But um, also, I guess it's the way I was raised and the way I was brought up. My family, I was brought up in two parent home. My mom and my father, you know. So um, that plays a huge part. Just the way I was brought up. Mm. That's that's good. The uh, the BS monitor. Yeah, I think we all have one of those. Um, yeah. But when I, I think about what I was sharing this morning on a Facebook Live about um, acceptance, you know, when there's been high levels of acceptance or high levels of rejection, do you think that plays a, a part in whether we're able to stay positive or whether we are quick to entertain the foolishness? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it plays a huge part because, like, in today's world, and since we're talking about, like, the young black man, I think it's huge for black men nowadays to impress, like, to be okay on everybody's list. Like, me personally, I don't, I'm cool with not being okay on somebody's list. But I think now, in today's era, everybody want to be a, like, an accepted guy. You know what I mean? Like, no one is really, no, no one is really stepping out and saying, you know what, it's cool to be, it's cool to be, um, like not normal, you know. So I think that plays a huge part, and and I don't know. I know a lot of people 
a lot of people judge people off of what they see and not really what they really know. Mhm. Mhm. Uh-huh. Oh, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Um Oh God, that's absolutely true. But that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Um about, you know, our perception of people and you know, because many times for you, I'm sure as a black male, you can go into a situation or go into a building or any type of establishment, and when they see you, they automatically assume a thing. Have there been times, yeah. Jorge, for you that you've experienced biases that had you not controlled well, yourself could have got ugly? Oh, yeah, all the time. Well, not, I'm not going to say all the time, but majority of the time, yes. Cause every time I walk in the room, I mean, you're going to see a tall black guy with tattoos, body full of tattoos, Um I might I might look rough due to if I got a haircut or not. Uh, so I, I get it all the time, but it just like I said, now I'm getting extreme. I feel like honor, and you can vouch for me. Like I got extremely better with my anger, and I feel like that's something that's that's gonna carry me a long way. Like even to this day, and it was bothering me this morning. Like I still bother. Like that still is something that really bothers me. It's just like I'm trying to control my anger and just. I guess it's turning the other cheek thing. I'm not used to that. I've never been that type of guy, and I've never been the type that can really hold my tongue on certain things. But I'm trying. I'm learning how to, but it's just a stepping stone. It is a stepping stone, and, yes, I can absolutely vouch for you um, with growth in that area. Um, I can can remember our first encounter. in coach's office, and I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and you looking at me like, "Lady, what?" Yeah. <laughs> like, "Lady, what?" I still don't know how you did that. I still don't know how you did that to this day. But that, like that, encounter me right there. That's what made. That's what made me get close to you. That little office conversation, because at the time it was needed for me to, like, let out because I wasn't being myself. I wasn't acting like myself. And then on the basketball court, I wasn't performing like myself. And that was actually, besides with Denisha, that was the only time I really let let that out. So ever since then, me and you have been, you been my girl. Yeah. <laughs> I got to absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm grateful for that. I, I think that, and even with and, and I commend you for that because after you were able to open up to me, mm-hmm. I think it opened the door for other players to be comfortable with me because you're right, a leader. Right. And right. and when they saw Jorge talking about about oh, and I'd right. be like, okay, someone's going and, on, and then they could come. Right. And and so I, I think that one thing, and, and we talked about this in prayer this morning, that sometimes. Um, we as a people, African Americans, have a stigma about releasing our truth or finding somebody to aid us in navigating our path. Uh, mm-hmm. You spoke to that briefly, but as you as you've continued in your walk and building the relationship and trusting me with your stuff, ultimately that led to you being baptized. Yes, ma'am. And yes, man. I that thought was the a water big was going to turn green. 
Yes, you did. You told everybody. <laughs> you told everybody. <laughs> what, I, what I tell you, I said, you might, have, you might have to hold me down there for a while. I don't know. Depending yeah, on you were like, hold me time. down there for a while. Because <laughs> <laughs> the water is about to turn colors. And I assure yes, you, ma'am. no, the waters will not, and they didn't. But even with that, yeah. like, talk about that. Because there might be, some, I mean, there are guys that you know, Jorge, Let's be honest, mm-hmm. that have lived a life, could be still living a life, but know they right. need change. They know they know is something more that they need to do. Talk to them a little bit about how that walk has impacted your life today. Mm-hmm. Well, I think number one, and again I say for the especially it's huge in the black in the young black community, it's like God's a I don't know. I guess if they think if you get close to God or if you attempt to get close to God, they make you like a punk or corny or something like that. But that's really not the case at all. And like I've seen it firsthand, you know, witness myself. And I'm not saying I live the best holy life, but I know now that I'm closer to God than I ever been before. And I just feel like more younger black men should try it. And it really, what really drove me to that is when I felt like I was at my lowest point. You know, I was acting the way I I know my if my mom was around, she'd probably slap me in the back of my head. I know if my dad was there, he'd be shaking his head in disappointment. So I'm like, you know what, let me get myself together. And then the the people around me just once you keep hearing like, man, you're not yourself. You know what I mean? You're not acting like yourself. I ain't never see you do this type thing before. Like that that's don't that don't make you feel any better. You know what I mean? So I'm like then I see guys like uh, young Omega, Omega said. Then I see guys like Alatunji, like they some of the coolest guys I've ever met, but they also close to God. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? What do I got to lose? I really ain't have nothing to lose. I'm like, man, it seemed like a win-win situation. So let me just go ahead and try it out. And I was thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. I told Denisha, like, now I'm thinking about getting baptized. And you know, she all for that type of stuff. She was, she was motivating me and pushing me to do it. But I still was like, it was a little doubt in my head because I know me. I know, like, something might happen, and I might just, oh, 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 man, I forgot all about God right there. You know, like, <laughs> those situations, they, that, for real, that's real-life situations. Like, this can yeah. happen, or that can happen, and you, and you can just, you can react without thinking so fast, and I did that so much coming up. So now it's just like, you know what, let me try to go ahead and, and get baptized. And since that day, that's why I say I live every day like a test. It's like a test. Like, any negativity come towards me, I'm thinking, all right, I'm about to show my behind, but then, but then I get that thing like, you know what? It might this just might be a test on God. So let me see if I can pass and fail this test real quick. You know what I mean? So and of course, nobody likes selling. No one, no one wants to no. sell you. So I just feel like that's that's how that really impacted me and really helped me. And it's just still to this day. I'm not saying I I walk the best walk. I mean, I'm still having challenges right now today, but it's still like you know what? I might go ahead and pass this test today. And that just at the end of the day, when you feel like you passed that test from God, it feel like, all right, I'm doing the right thing. And it just make you feel better about waking up tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, every win is is fuel for the next win. Yes, ma'am. Every win is fuel for the next win. And uh, the one thing that I can appreciate um, with you and others that have um, been a part of my life <clears throat> is that uh, 
the level of transparency that comes with freedom, um, with being real, um, is life-changing. And, and I think people need to understand that when you're trying to hold on to your past, when you're trying to live a secret life, when you don't want to be open and honest about whatever you've encountered in life, that thing has a, a way of crippling you. It, it'll, oh, it'll have yes, you in prison. And, and so, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's important, like, not, to all of our listeners today, if there's something in your past that you've not dealt with, understand that that thing is, is holding you captive, and today is the day that you need to break free. Like, deal with whatever it is, come clean, so that you can breathe again. Because sometimes I feel like, when you don't deal with your stuff, it's like it it takes your breath away. It do, and it's stressful too. It's stressful. It puts a lot of stress on your body. You're absolutely right. It does. Wow. 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 So, mm-hmm. in your opinion, just based on how things are, how how do you think? And and I'm talking to you about black males because that's who you are. Um, and and yes, you're ma'am. around them. How are our black males faring? Right now, are are they are they? Do you see them coming up? Do you see them at a standstill? Do you see them at a decline? From your perspective, where are our black men? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I look at it as even when the let's say black men, I feel like even when we try to take a, a step forward, we can even take two steps forward and we run in the right direction. 40 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, we're going to be taking them steps backwards. You know what I mean? It's just feel like we can never get the, the, the up one because I tell people all the time, like, the, the the black men in this world has the toughest task at hand since birth. You already, you hate it. Like, the, only, the black man is the only race and gender that's hated by every other race and gender. You hate it by your own black females. You, you're, you're feared by, you know, certain certain white people. You know, like, it's just every race is just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the black male is looked down on or down upon every race. Once you're born, you have to... You're born into a provider. You're born into a protector. Like, first thing, black men are taught as kids, you're taught to fight, fight. You're not taught your... All right, let's learn numbers. Let's learn this. Let's learn that. The first thing you're taught is what? Fight, fight. So like that's what I'm saying. It's just like it's just tough. Like the black the black male is the toughest job in America, period, and you don't get paid for it. That's the crazy thing. Well, you do get paid for it if you do it right, but it doesn't come in tangible things. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you do. You do. We all get paid. Yeah. It may not come yeah. in a tangible form, but but it will come because it's savor, and even with what you shared, um. It may be a daunting task to live the life of a black male, but mm. because of the favor that rests on your life, what you've experienced, Jorge, is a whole lot better than some of your counterparts. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, and and there are a lot. I'm looking at the. I mean, the phone line is full. My page mm. is full on the phone line, but from the callers that are on there. I know some of these callers have black sons that are men. Right. 
that they have watched, that they have nurtured, that they're pouring into, that they are empowering with truth so that when the things that you've shared come forward, they know how to respond to it instead of reacting. Because I think sometimes watching, they're expecting a reaction from you as a black male instead of a response. And when you give them that reaction, then that starts a chain of events. But when we, when you all and, and we as a people learn how to respond to stuff instead of reacting mm-hmm. to stuff, we come out a whole lot better. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I, I put, I mean, I put half of the blame on us too. I put the half of the blame on the black male because coming up, you really don't have like your your only role models is what basketball players, football players, athletes, mm-hmm. period, or or a rap star. You know what I mean? And like. Half of the men nowadays, myself included, like, you don't open up and tell your problems to nobody and stress. You know, because me personally, I don't open up and talk about things because I feel like I'm the, I'm an alpha, quote-unquote, alpha male. Like, I don't want to add my stress. I don't want to tell you what's going on with me and put my stress on you, so I'm going to go ahead and figure it out myself. And a lot of times, the black male, he take his relief out, or he, his, his, the way he get things off his chest is through music. Like, if I listen to certain mm-hmm. music right now, I feel like that's me relieving my stress or that's me talking. That's my way of talking to a counselor. Let me just cut on a discussion. Let me just cut on this music or that. I mean, something I can, I can relate to. If I can relate to it, you never know. Like, you just feel way better. And But half of that, you got to think of the other males who that not as, as blessed as I was. So that's coming up in those crazy, crazy areas, and they listening to those crazy rappers. So that's what they... That's what they feel comfortable doing, so that's what they're going to do. And half of the time, it ain't nothing positive. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, your rap music might work, but there is somebody who knows you that can call you and say, son, what's going on? And you might laugh at me, and then after a while, what do you do? You talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I you think, talk I think to it's, it, it was... It was easy. It was easy for me to to come to you because, and a lot of guys not gonna have that opportunity. But with you, you'll come in there. You'll give us the word. You'll tell us about God, and then you'll be a regular, normal person, laugh and joke with us. You know, have a good time. Like a lot of people that's in your position, they don't. They wear that. Oh, I'm a preacher hat all the time. You know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. Sometimes uh-huh. you just want to laugh and joke, and some people, yeah, when they see a certain person walk in the room with that label, or he a preacher, oh, let me hide my drink. Oh, all right, look, no, hey, right. don't curse, don't curse the pastor, <laughs> the pastor here. Right, right. Not right. even knowing that that pastor life used to be ten times worse than yours. You know what I mean? So I feel like right. that's why it was right. easy for me to come to you, and that's why like certain churches, like I love every church I go to now. I compare it to my uncle church. Uh, he he preached at Grace. Grace Baptist, and, uh, thank you. I believe it's in Chesapeake, Virginia, or North Virginia. Now I'm not too sure, but I know he, the way he preached, like he's he's a real man in the day because he can take that off, and we can talk about anything. You know what I mean? So just that mm-hmm. having that comfort, that's gonna have anybody like you know what? I want to go see him preach on Sunday because I know right. I I know he's a human. I know he's regular. He don't have that preacher hat on all the time. Not saying he's not living that mm-hmm. godly life, but if I can go to him and be comfortable around him, oh, I gotta go to hear him preach Sunday. Cause, cause every sermon you go to, you feel like, you know what? He might be talking to me on this. One. Same thing I told you this morning. Like, right. If you talking right. to me, I'm telling you that that, that plays a part. That plays a huge part. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. We do have several callers on the line. If there's a caller who has a question or a comment, you can press one and we can bring you live. That's right. We take all questions, comments, and cash apps. <laughs> questions, comments, and cash apps. Questions, comments, and cash apps. We take all calls. Oh, God. We're bringing one live now. 757, the last 45731. Hey, Ms. Val, how you doing? Uh, Hi, no, hey, Mr. Hey, how are you, sir? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing great, great you, interview. You, and what you want, man? I, man, I'm sitting on the church ground with tears in my. I, I, I need you yeah. to send me some money first, okay? And then no, we I'm said, we said we're at, taking comments, questions, and cash out. Uh, that we accept it. We accept it. Come on, man, you gotta listen. Well. I, Oh, okay. Well, I just want to say the interview is great and, you know, um, brought tears to my eyes just to see how you mature, to see how you go, how you went from a, a baby to a boy to a to a man. And, you know, yeah. like I told you today, uh, you stay prayed up. I tell you that every day, stay prayed up. You stay focused. God got you. You know, and uh, hey, the sky's the limit for you. You know, you're a role model to me, and you're my son through adversities mm-hmm. and everything. So, like I tell you, you keep your eyes on the prize, which is God, and He's gonna take care of everything else. I always tell you that. You know, you don't want to tell me to stop stressing. So you know what I mean. So and, and to hear that, you know, me and your mother. Man, you got kids in my eyes. I'm sitting right here on the church ground getting ready to deliver lunches to uh, the kids out in the community. But I just wanted to tell you, man, boy, you done made me proud. I love you, and uh, I can't wait to see you get here. And um, just bring me some money. All right, all right, Deacon Conception. We got you. Love you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Again. Thank you, Ms. Van. You're welcome. <laughs> That was deep and conceptual. Oh, wow. right there, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your dad is something. If there's another Any more callers, comments. comments. And what else, Ms. Val? Cash app. And cash app. <laughs> yep. Straight to Ms. Val. <laughs> you can press one. Wow. I'm grateful. You know, your dad's sentiment is true. You know, Jorge, that he would say, he's a father, you're the son, but yet you've served as a role model to him. That's priceless. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my you know, not only does your dad see you that way, there are others that see you that way as well, which can sometimes yeah. be a, a little pressure. But knowing who you are, knowing your strength, knowing that you can depend on God, uh, I believe is what carries you through what you face in life, and that's what's helped you to overcome those things that you've endured. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be a part of your life. Um, I am. I am so grateful that I have a son named Jorge Concepcion the Third. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, if you have one last nugget that you would want to get to people before you get off the line today, what would it be, Jorge? Um, don't let a split-second decision uh, dictate. Um, your future. Woo-hoo. 
Wow. I think I think that that'd be huge for me because it been it been a lot of split second decisions that that could have really ended ended a future for me. But I'm just blessed to you know that God gives second and yeah. third and eighth and ninth chances. So <laughs> I know I know He's tired yeah. of hearing my name. I know He's tired of hearing my name. Yeah. He's not tired of seeing your name. He he he's not tired of seeing nah. your name. Nah, nah. He, he's not tired. <laughs> he's not tired. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Listening audience, thank you so much for being with us today. For those on the phone lines and those in the chat room. Thank you so much for joining us for lunchtime inspiration with Jorge Concepcion the third on today. Tomorrow morning at and we will be having Seeking Truth Bible study with Pastor Linda Brown. Be back Sunday evening at 8 p.m. with a message of Kingdom Relevance from Apostle Benny Burrell entitled Breakdown. We invite you to join us next week starting Monday at 12 noon for lunchtime inspiration. We have a week of powerful voices that we'll be releasing. You're not going to want to miss any of them. We thank you, Jorge, again. Thank you, son, for being with me. I love you so much. You know, I'm here for you always. Yes, man. I love you, Lord. Thank you. You need to shout out your, um, your, your Sunday service. See, we having a good Sunday service on Zoom. Oh, y'all absolutely. Go download the app. And y'all, y'all come yeah, on. Zoom. Yeah, Zoom. Yeah, um, Zoom. And we taking cash out on Sunday, too, y'all. <laughs> absolutely. I'll put it on Facebook. I'll leave the app, the, the the link there. If you want to join us Sundays at 12 noon, we have a wonderful interactive um, session, and you're happy to join us there as well. Thank you, son, for reminding me of that. Wow, you know, I got wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration. To learn more about Empower to Empower Others, we ask that you visit the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, as you are empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.